0: This is your wake up call. Wake the fuck up. The Breakfast Club. The show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a
1: voice to society.
2: Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earned it. Impact Impacting the culture.
1: They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Being the motherfucker. yo 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 good
0: morning angela ye good morning t Charlemagne the nagat
1: peace to the planet guess what day it is guess what day it is hump day
0: yes it's wednesday its hump day
1: good morning whats happening Happy to be here for uh, another day. Thank you, God. Let me let me start the show. I
0: thought off. it
3: was Friday for a minute.
1: No, it's Wednesday. Really? What made well, you feel that way? I
3: don't know. I felt like it was Friday. I was like, yes, it's Friday, and uh, then you said it was Hump
1: Day. Yeah, I wish it was Friday. I mean, we got two more days till Friday. Let me, or another day. I don't remember.
0: Let me start off the show. I just want to apologize to everybody out there mm. Uh, mm. for embarrassing my family,
1: embarrassing my kids. For what you said about Makai, Bryant.
0: No, for the TikTok oh. man you
1: did. That oh, no, t- that's the wrong. You should be apologizing. Oh my somewhere. gosh. That's, about the TikTok
0: that we did I didn't
3: know what was going on just now no. either.
0: I got so many calls about that TikTok that Charlemagne and I we did the Soldier Boy uh challenge. Uh first of all, I don't know what Charlemagne was clapping for. I don't like you were looked like you were twerking.
1: I think you're putting too much on this, bro. Was, I, I, I didn't even think about it. You know what I'm saying? Our new, uh, one of our new digital people, Kendall, you know, she, 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 she's one of the youngins. And, and she was like, yo, you should do this. For first, she asked me to do the ski challenge. And so what I did was oh, I cru- no. <laughs> I crushed up a bunch of mints like mm-hmm. I was going to sniff Coke. And I rolled up a dollar bill. And, you know, I acted like I was sniffing it. And they was like, no. No. That's too much. You can't put that on TikTok. But <laughs> I was like ski. When I think ski, I'm from a different generation. Ski mean you know you about to get high on some cocaine. And then she was like, let's I do the Mickey. When they did the
0: ski challenge, look ahead. She was
1: like, then let's do the uh, make it clap Boy. challenge, right. Soldier Boy. And she was showing us how to do it
0: while she, while she was taping. Absolutely. <laughs> and and no, Charlene exactly. and I look like. Two old uncles drunk at a party. Uh, we right. are
1: old uncles. I don't know about you, but I'm definitely somebody's old uncle. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I just I'm not. wasn't drunk yesterday. But <laughs> when I'm, I
0: say we were all over, my kids called me. It was like, why, Dad? Why? Like you, look, y'all look bad. There was like, Charlemagne looks like he's clapping off. But it looked like y'all listening to two different songs. <laughs> y'all look like y'all swatting flies.
1: I feel like you embarrass your kids a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is new. You, I'm new. Yeah, you think this we is didn't new? We know what
3: your. We didn't know what you were apologizing for. We were like, which thing Yeah, which one? <laughs>
1: <laughs> which thing are you apologizing
0: for? Goodness gracious. That's so oh man, it was my kids were really upset with me like yesterday. And they were like, Dad, this, this is trash. Like it's horrible. Like this is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You guys are
1: all well, I thought
3: y'all did a good job. I mean
1: Did listen. you really? I tell you yeah. one thing, Kendall said. Kendall said, "Who's Kendall?" As a new digital person, disrespectful oh. fake beard, having bastard. Kendall said. <laughs> Kendall said.
0: Black. <laughs> Black. You should know her name. She I works here. No, sorry, Kendall, Kendall
1: said. Um, this is gonna go viral. <laughs> She was right. <laughs> she was right. <laughs> so you know y'all can y'all can do the make it chat what's it called? Make- I think it's make it clap. Y'all can do the make it clap challenge correctly. Soldier Boy even hit me yesterday. He like, like- hit me too. <laughs> I talked to Big Draco yesterday. <laughs> he said, what,
3: what was that? By yeah, the way- you, so you want to apologize to him also? <laughs> yeah,
1: <too. laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Soldier Boy, for ruining your, your your challenge. Hey, by the way, uh hip-hop is hip hop is a much better league when Soldier Boy got a hit. Yeah. Drop on the clues bombs with Big Shout Draco. <laughs> hip hop is very fun when Soldier Boy got a hit. Soldier Boys, hilarious. When he got a hit record moving out here in these streets, hip hop is very, very fun. Yeah. So, salute the soldier. Make it clap challenge. Pretty fun. All well,
3: right. that's good. Y'all had a good day yesterday. And I just want to give one shout out. It's so exciting that I've been working really hard on my coffee cup and on my drink fresh juice. And so, we are already in some stores. So, shout out to Brooklyn Fair, Brooklyn Born, and Food Garden here. It has my products in store. It's nice to see, like, pictures. It's an amazing feeling. Well, congrats. To go in the store and see your stuff. It's been a, a lot of work, but it's thank people,
1: you. There's people out there listening right now who want some of that free coffee. They ain't even had their first cup of coffee yet. Mm-hmm. And they go Yee talking about who damn coffee. Free? They want to get it. A- <laughs> he said
0: free? Who said free?
1: <laughs> oh, no. They just want some of the coffee. Coffee. That's
0: all. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, Ayanla Van Zant will be joining us. Fix My Life. Mm. It's the last season of Fix last My Life. season, last season of. of Fix My Life. So she'll be joining us this morning. So we'll kick it with her. I watch
3: Fix My Life. And, uh, I enjoy we, it.
0: We got front page news. What are we talking about?
3: Would you rather talk about the Biden $1.8 trillion American families plan first or the new regulations on if you're vaccinated?
0: I don't care. Mm. Right, we'll I guess the one. money. Yeah, we'll talk about it when okay. we come back. Don't move us to Breakfast Club. morning. Hey, Let me be morning, done. everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, you?
3: Well, let's start with this $1.8 trillion American Families Plan that Joe Biden has laid out that's supposed to help the nation recover from everything that's been going on, but he wants to make some things permanent right now. So what is in that American Families Plan? I'll give you some of the things. Helping families afford childcare, investing in the childcare workforce so that wages go up to $15 an hour from the typical $12 and 24 hourly rate. Uh, Making community college free. So in this plan, it's a $109 billion plan to make two years of community college free, Mm -hmm. and the federal government would cover 75% of that, and then the states would expect to cover the other remainder of that. They should throw trade school uh,
1: in there too. Is trade school in there?
3: um, They do have a plan for HBCUs and for uh, schools that are just for any type of minority um, schools. So they, they
1: should make trade school free for anybody who wants to attend. Like anybody, even if you don't go to college, you can go pick up a trade. Only problem
0: with that is, you know, well, the government would have to pay because most trade schools are private. So, as long as the government would have to pay. Yeah, these are
3: public. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, because the the ones she's saying are all public schools. Community colleges.
3: Community colleges. They they should
1: make. They should make some uh, public. I mean, just because, you know, when when somebody knows what to do with their hands, when they can do something with their hands, that's a skill that they'll always make money, especially in, you know, any community. Yeah, I
0: agree. Plumbing. Plumbing, electrician, electrician, air conditioning, all of that. Healthcare. Absolutely.
1: On the now, other okay. party leaders to- have been trying really? to get
3: mm-hmm. uh, Joe Biden to cancel up to $50,000 of debt, but he said he would support canceling up to 10000 per borrower, but he believes the rest of the changes should be made in Congress through legislation uh, and other things that he's proposing providing paid family and medical leave. So a limited federal paid family and sick leave measure was included as part of the pandemic rescue package, but he wants to make things like that permanent. So that would be a total of 12 weeks of guaranteed paid parental, family, and personal illness and safe leave by the 10th year of the program, according to a fact sheet. Investing $200 billion in universal preschool. So we want the federal government to invest that money because right now they do have money that goes toward preschool, but it's nowhere near the amount of money that you would need to really make an impact for a high-quality full-day pre-K. Only eight states enroll more than half of their four-year-olds. Recruiting more teachers and strengthening the educator workforce. So they want to address teacher shortages and meet an anticipated increase in demand for universal pre-K educators. They want to increase that funding for those educator scholarships and specialty specialty training and raise wages for certain groups and federal programs. Um, more to more nutrition assistance for children. He wants to invest $25 billion to make sure the, sum, the summer pandemic EBT permanent is permanent and available to 29 million children who get free and reduced price meals and also expand the free meals program for children in the highest poverty districts. So that would mean that an additional 9.3 million children would qualify. Uh, Keeping the expanded child tax credit, uh, beefing up Affordable Care Act subsidies permanently, providing more help to pay for child care permanently. And how's he going to do it? Raising the income taxes on the rich. So only about the top 1% of people would be affected. That means that your taxes, your income tax rate would go from 37% uh, up to 39.6%.
1: So I'm sure that's what he'll be addressing tonight during his uh, presidential address to Congress. Yeah, and
0: yes, I ho-
3: indeed. I hope they change the curriculum too, because
0: that's that's the most important thing. A lot of these kids, we should be learning. They should be learning tech early. They should be learning real estate early. They should be learning about all the things, uh, banking, uh, balancing an account, financing, investing. We we should be teaching our kids these things early. Credit so scores. So it's a norm, yeah. Credit scores. So it's a norm, and not oh, I didn't know this even. Everything from, you know, insurance to wills. Like, we should be teaching these teens this early.
1: I mean, all that stuff He's you He's also said-
3: going to oh. get rid of breaks for real estate investors, by the way. You know, they have that loophole where you can defer taxing your real estate if you are exchanging it for a property for gains greater than $500,000. They're going to mm-hmm. end that. Mm.
1: Well, you know, all that stuff sounds good, uh, especially the early stuff about, you know, jobs and school. But as long, it, as, long as it gets to the people who really need it, mm-hmm. a lot of times that stuff don't trickle down to the lower caste systems. But I really hope it gets to the people who absolutely positively need it. But it has to get approved through Senate, right? And that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But
3: Yeah, well, I think the point is trying to make things permanent because this is also adding on to the plan that they had during the pandemic so they want to make some of those things permanent. Yeah.
1: I mean that's why he's addressing Congress tonight. He's basically going to tell mm-hmm. Congress this is what you need to this is what you need to do and this is why you need to do it.
0: All right. Well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 if you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: The Breakfast Club. Let's go! This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or blessed, we wanna hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So
0: if you got something on your mind, yeah. let it out. Hello, who's this? It's quick. Quick, what up? What up, up? quick? Off your chest.
2: Man, all right. So I'm just getting to work this morning, and we have our little morning meeting, and it's a new girl. So everybody, you know what I'm saying, want to work
1: with her. But shout <laughs> it, go to talking, about her I gotta thank
2: work. Is she pretty? So that's... that's yeah, you feel like everybody's trying to work with her because she looks good, but shot so start to talking, guys.
1: damn. Let me tell you something, King. Gracious. Now is your time, now is your time to really become friends with her, and this is what I mean. If you pull her to the side and you say respectfully, you just hand her some gum, she's gonna say, Oh, my breath stink or something, and you just be like, it's a little taut, and she gonna laugh. But you gotta keep that serious face. You be like, nah, I'm just keeping it real with you. You're low talk, man, just a little bit. You might need a root canal. Yeah, you should ask her, you should
3: You should say something. You should say something to her, honestly. And the fact that she doesn't know and you have to wear a mask, I mean. She'll respect you, yeah, bro. That, but I'm
1: saying that,
4: like, we got a mask on. That s*** walk under the mask and, like, up my nose.
3: Damn, and Moon walked out, that's bad. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work for you, brother. She, listen, she will respect you if
1: you tell her the truth, but you can't do it in front of people, and you got to be, like, real cool about it. I promise you she'll respect you. Don't be like, hey, your breath stink. Just hand her some gum, and she going to say it to you. She's going to be like, damn, my breath stink or something, and be like, just a little bit. It's a little tart.
3: Will staying breath make you stop a girl from performing oral sex?
1: Whoa. Who? Will well, well,
3: well, it make me stop her? Yeah. <laughs> not, not her, but just in general. <laughs> Thank God, I take a
1: shot, what up there? my good oh, Lord, my brother. He like, yo, my d- <laughs>
3: <thing>. Hello,
0: <laughs> who's this? Hey, what's going on? Good morning, Breakfast Club. This is Nick from Michigan, man, how y'all doing? Nick, good morning, get it off your chest. Hey, man, I just want to give a shout out to my wife. Uh, yesterday was her 30th birthday, man, we had a blast. So, uh, Keisha,
4: thank you, man, I love you. Literally the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, so oh, I, I love, love it. it.
3: Hey, what's up, Yee, how you doing? Good, how are you? Happy birthday to your lady.
0: Thank you very much.
4: And
3: secondly,
0: man, we went to
3: Cheesecake Factory, and this is my first time going. They got
0: way more than Cheesecake. That menu's too big at Cheesecake Factory, that, that man. May,
3: yeah, I can never pick. You could get breakfast, you can get Asian food, you can get pizza. I don't know what to get.
4: How do they have them cooks cooking all that food on demand?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much
4: food. What'd you man. get? Way too much, man. I got the, um, the white chicken chili, actually. Okay. i never even seen yeah. that on the menu. <laughs> Me neither. You, you gotta look deep, man.
3: You gotta look deep. Only thing I don't like is I don't really like their French toast. It's too thick.
0: It's too much. It's overwhelming when you go there. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club
3: playlist with music perfect for every mood we're feeling and any activity we're doing in life. Playlists perfect for every moment, so we thought we would share those with you too for free on the iHeart app. So add that to being able to stream the Breakfast Club and hundreds of thousands of podcasts like a lip service. It's all free iHeartRadio app number one for music, radio and podcasts, all in one app. Power
2: 1051.
3: Have my first successful IVF. Yay! Congratulations! Yes.
2: Congratulations!
1: How long did it?
3: Thank you. How long did it take? I'm curious. Uh, she popped on the first try. <laughs> mm. That's so, great. Right, Congrats! I'm a girl. <laughs>
5: thank you. Thank you. Um, I, if, if I want to shout out my Instagram page, anybody have any questions about it? Is that alright? Yeah, go. ahead. Yeah, please. All right. My ID is um yes,
4: Money underscore G5
0: all right and congratulations cool. a lot of people have to go through that like two three times but and it's not cheap i
4: love you did, it's not cheap i know i had to do first things
5: a little paid. did you did, did your insurance cover it <laughs> no i had to pay out of pocket damn it man i ain't gonna lie the pandemic was like in the because i was able to save a lot of money that's, that's all good.
4: that's all that happened
0: well congratulations mama
4: appreciate y'all thank
1: you brother all yes right, ma'am
0: man.
4: hello who's this Hey, good morning, breakfast club. It's Albert in Sacramento. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, for, for starters, man, I just want to say good morning to y'all. Um, I just want to give you all your flowers while you're here, man. Startle me. I appreciate everything you do. Thank you, you guys, young man. Andy, I appreciate everything you do, man. And um, it's a big reason why Thank I'm you. actually the part two of this, man. I want to shout out my podcast and my brand.
3: Go okay, ahead. go ahead. Okay, let's go. You better get
4: into it. Thanks, man. So I got uh, I got this podcast called Hypocritical AF, man. It's audio visual podcast that drops every Wednesday, I I feel like you guys would appreciate all the hard work that's with it because yeah, I, I do everything. I'm the owner. I'm the host. I'm the producer. I'm the editor. I'm the agent. I'm the manager. Sheesh. I do everything, and um, I, I I got all that hard work from y'all just listening to y'all every single day for the last ten years, man. I appreciate y'all. But, yeah, check right. out every the day
1: week, for man. ten years. Wow. Thank you, King. Well, congratulations,
3: man. Ten years. All that work. How does he have time?
4: Oh yeah, well, it's not. I I got. I still work full time. I'm a full
0: time dad Damn. at that too, and full-time podcast too well congratulations i gotta
3: applaud you for that that is amazing
0: hello who's this yo
2: this is dj rabbit unique how are you what's up bro get it off your chest yo i feel like we got dope man by um mr joe Biden himself because he was making it seem like he would help us out with all these student loans and yada yada but once it got office you know i feel like he just didn't make it happen like how he should have you know it was almost like a promotion for the campaign. You know what I'm saying? Well let me let me let me,
1: uh, let
3: me, let me take a look at the right. It's only been hundred days. We we still have time to get things done. But we're we only we're
2: only on. gonna
1: get things done if we apply pressure. Because don't, we forget, have to do. don't forget mm-hmm. the midterm absolutely. elections is in 2022 and the presidential election is in 2024. And right now, Democrats aren't doing anything to position themselves to be in good standing uh, for either one of those elections. Yeah, and...
3: don't act like yeah, it's over. Absolutely. You got to still keep on making sure you make you apply that pressure. It's not like, well, it didn't get done. He promised it. Let's keep it moving. No, we got to still make things happen. Yeah,
2: absolutely. That's why I'm, I'm trying to voice that right now. and Let that be known. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Also, yo, can I um just give a shout-out um, real quick uh, and let people know I have um uh, instrumental album on um, iTunes and Spotify? Is that cool? An instrumental uh, album yes, produced? All right, cool. So my name is DJ Rabbit Unique. You can follow me on Instagram, and I have an instrumental album. It's called Wanda's Instrumentals. It's based off of WandaVision, and I just wanted to do some different shit.
1: So it's based off Division. Interesting. Wanda. I got t- Yeah, it's
2: based off of that, but I ran into a little red tape and copyright issues. So I had to be creative and pull back. I had to pull off the skits and little samples and stuff off of there. So, but I just wanted to be different and do something. You know, I put it out myself, and I'm going through a lot of personal issues, but it was something that I personally just wanted to do. And I was like, yo, I feel proud of myself. And not having to wait for anybody and taking that initiative. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, and I'm, I'm proud I'm happy to get through and finally speak to you guys. I've been calling for a minute and um it's a pleasure to talk to all of y'all, you know what I mean?
0: Same to you, right, King. Man, well have a going, brother. Get it off your chest, 800 585 1051. Now we got rumors on the way?
3: Yes, and Red Man and Method Man, you watch them on 420 on Versus, and now they'll be on the screen together. Again, we'll tell you what it is.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
1: Happy Wednesday, guys Morning,
0: everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast What's Club. What's happening? Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Floyd Mayweather.
5: Listen up. It's just in.
1: All the gossip. gossip. gossip.
2: The rumor report. Gossip. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee.
3: It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast,
2: the Breakfast Club.
3: So the Floyd Mayweather Logan Paul fight has been set. It will be held Sunday, June 6th at Hard Rock Stadium, the home of the Miami Dolphins. So Logan Paul tweeted out, it's finally official fighting Floyd Mayweather at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami on Sunday, June 6th. Let's effing go. And then Floyd also posted it as well.
1: I'm not interested at all.
3: Go on sale next
1: week. Not yeah. even a little bit. I will not be ordering that pay-per-view. Uh, Logan Paul has done nothing to deserve to be in the ring with Floyd Mayweather, getting that big-ass payday. So waste of time. And I don't understand why Floyd Mayweather would be doing that other than easy money. Check.
0: Yeah, easy check. Yeah, I'm, money. I'm definitely
1: gonna check it out. Yeah, I want you you Floyd Mayweather. Is money Mayweather. Yeah, but you're Floyd Mayweather. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I care about people's legacy more than they do. But you know,
0: he ain't gonna lose.
1: He's not gonna lose. But Get what's the quick... point? He's Floyd Mayweather. I mean, like Logan Paul has done nothing to be in rather. that ring how much is he gonna get 70 million I would I, I, I would rather see Floyd Mayweather getting there with Oscar million? De La Hoya again Oscar De La Hoya wants to go get back in the ring won't y'all do an exhibition match
0: that might happen no, too but the, it's probably more money with the YouTubers yes. though,
3: than him the fight will technically count as an exhibition so it won't be on either of their official records so yeah you so the there is not have
1: interested. I am I'm gonna check it out
3: all right, now Conor McGregor's Irish whiskey brand has sold for up to six hundred million dollars.
2: Okay, he has
3: sold his majority stake in Proper Number Twelve Irish whiskey. Now so let's... he previously had a forty-nine percent stake. Him and his partners in that brand, and Proximo owns Jose Cuervo and Bushmills, among other liquor brands in its portfolio. We'll so drop... they confirmed this transaction. We're
1: we'll dropping the clues bombs for Conor McGregor doing good business, and I didn't mean to cut you off, you, but I'm just simply. Stuff like that infuriates me because if Conor McGregor was black, they'd be calling him a sellout. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's just doing oh. good business. Huh. That's what you're supposed to do. You build businesses and you sell them. But
0: he didn't have a majority ownership in that business.
1: He it, was just an investor. They said he did. He said he sold it. 49%? Percent, not a, that's not a majority. Yeah, a majority. Still a, but still, even if he owned that, if he was black, they'd be calling him a sellout. And 49% is a lot, by the way. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. All
3: right, well, he's going to still continue to be the front man of that brand. Mm. So...
1: Oh, and just to be clear,
3: okay... You. So Proximo Spirits, which bought it, previously held a 49% stake in the brand. So they're the ones that bought it. So I guess him and his partners had a 51% stake. Oh, okay.
1: No, so he did have majority ownership. He did have majority ownership. ownership hmm? That's how yeah. business works. And it's works. not just him.
3: It's him and his partners. So it's not him alone. So so it doesn't matter. Like-
1: Still good business. It's great business.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. Now, DJ Khaled, are y'all ready for a new Khaled album? Well, that is coming out. It's called Khaled (laughs) Khaled, and it's coming out on Friday. Shout out to
0: Khaled, man. I haven't heard a single yet. He hasn't released a single. Usually, he releases a single by now.
1: Yeah, I salute Khaled because Khaled comes from radio. Khaled is a a, a radio guy. So I like that Khaled built all of this from the ground up from doing radio in in Miami. Was it Power 99? I think he was on. I don't remember. But, yeah, salute to Khaled. Mm -hmm.
3: All right. Well, he um, has a picture of both of his children, Asad and Alam, on the cover of the album. And, you know, he did reveal both Justin Timberlake and Justin Bieber are on there. Meek Mill is also on there. So I'm sure you
0: guys got everybody on there.
3: Cardi B, 21 Savage, Chris Brown, Big Sean, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Jeezy, J Balvin, Travis Scott. But Drake. (laughs) <laughs> you
1: are such a fake Puerto Rican. She well, said Jay Balvin, and you, you ain't even say J- nothing. Yeah, you you jumped to the Canadian. Jay Balvin's Columbia Nah, first all, but shout out to Jay Balvin. Oh, I thought he was. You claim him all the time. Cause bro, is a is Latin brother. Okay, then. So you should have bigged him up. You should have been like, yeah, Jay Balvin. That's you should hit the hit the Puerto Rican drop we got. But that was
3: he <laughs> was on the last. They were on the last album, so you can imagine yeah. this new album. Everybody that's going to be on it. Him and Drake got some classics. I, that's why.
1: I never heard it. I haven't.
3: Oh my! God. I haven't heard All of All right, Paul now Redman oh. is going to be starring as Method Man's brother in season two of Power Book Two: Ghost. So that's going to be really dope, and I know they're going to mm. have a good time on set filming. Can you imagine?
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: like as that. you know,
3: Method Man has had that recurring role. And remember, he had that sex scene last season that everybody was talking about that went viral on social media. Well, now he's going to be joined by by Redman, so want, that's really, really dope.
1: What will Redman's profession be on the show? Will he be like the bum brother to the to the to the real successful lawyer? And the reason you haven't seen him is because the lawyer don't claim him. Or will he be like a professional? He's imprisoned.
3: To- he's his imprisoned exactly. older brother.
1: <laughs> exactly.
3: Exactly. Yeek. Okay. All right. Now, Tristan Thompson. Let's get into this. So there's a woman, uh, Instagram model named Sydney Chase, and she was on, you know, she was on with no jumper, and she was talking about previously relations that she had with Tristan Thompson. Here's what she said if y'all didn't see this interview
4: Sydney, how was Tristan Thompson's? It was a -a peekaboo,
3: but baby, it was good.
4: Hold on, hold on. So Tristan Thompson's uncut. I don't know. I'm talking gossip in the city and doing I'm goodness. what are you doing? I'm ruining. What are you doing? (laughs) He told me he was not in a relationship anymore. So I said, okay. how long ago was this? This was
5: January.
3: Goodness gracious. Now she says she says that she was drinking. Things got misconstrued. Here's what she said afterwards.
5: I did disclose personal information about Tristan, which I do apologize for because that's not okay
4: and I shouldn't have done that. However, me answering the question about our past relations, that is true. I then found out that he was in a relationship and I ended things. We first met November and then the last time we had contact besides when he messaged me after finding out about the interview, it was the day after his daughter's
5: birthday party, which he just got back home from Boston.
1: Goodness gracious. We have no reason to believe that woman. And it's sad that people get on these platforms Gosh. and say anything. And it's even sadder that it becomes news. Because what if Christian says it's not true? Who do you believe? You, you know think he's going to
3: respond? now? If it no. wasn't true, right, do you think he should say something or you think he should ignore it? I think
1: you should sue him. I think you should sue the hell out of him. Absolutely. Because she
3: said he hit her up afterward, after she did that interview and messaged her. He might have hit her up so. after
0: when she said that, but yeah, if he didn't do it, he
1: has, he has to sue her. And the sad part about it is when it comes to situations like that, when you want to sue, your lawyers will tell you that it's a waste of time. Gotta They'll tell it. you it's a waste of money. Nope. They'll do all of these things. That, that it's, it's it's always like she she... she he gains nothing by suing nothing her. Nothing at all. And she she gains everything just by being in the courtroom with him. Like, it's just pointless. But like at It's this so whack the way the game is set up. He got
0: to do this, especially if he wants his relationship back. And he wants to clear his name. He has to.
3: What if he and uh, Chloe were on a break and not back together at that time?
1: What if it didn't happen? What if it's just not true? What if she's just <laughs> yeah, on there saying things? Yeah, it could not be things? true also, but what it could she, be
3: any of those things. What if
1: she's just on there saying things because she wants attention and she knows she's going to get it because she knows stuff like this is going to happen? Correct we talking about her right, on the Breakfast Club. But if that is, is
3: your rumor report.
1: But if it is true, just fall back. Say nothing. But if it's not, don't you, say gotta go, that's you gotta sure it's if it's not, if it's you not, go.
0: If, if it's true, what can you do? But even
1: if it's not true, sometimes it's better to fall back and say nothing. Because nobody cares about the truth and the lies more entertaining anyway. So, whatever.
3: Hey, right. just ball out.
1: What? And I wouldn't say that.
3: Just ball. I mean, for him to just go play basketball. Oh.
0: Uh, all right. Good luck, Tristan. Tristan. Front page news next, what are we talking about? You
3: said trusting. (laughs) All right, let's talk about if you are vaccinated, what are the new CDC regulations?
0: All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the
2: same.
3: Angela here, and the General Insurance has been helping people save money for nearly 60 years. They offer the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Make the right call and go with The General. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply.
0: It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, ye?
3: Well, if you are fully vaccinated, the CDC has issued new outdoor mask guidance for fully vaccinated people. You can now unmask at small outdoor gatherings or when dining outside with friends from multiple households. Also, unvaccinated people, they still need to wear a mask if you're at those gatherings. But if you're fully vaccinated, you want to attend a small outdoor gathering with people who are vaccinated and unvaccinated, or dine at an outdoor restaurant with friends from multiple households, if you're vaccinated, you can do so safely unmasked. If you in, so in a you crowd
4: know. like a stadium or at a conference or a concert, you still need to wear a mask, even if you're outside. But beginning today. Gathering with a group of friends in a park. As long as you are vaccinated and outdoors, you can do it without a mask. Our scientists are convinced by the data that the odds of getting or giving the virus to others is very, very low if you're both been fully vaccinated and out in the open air.
3: So if you're in a larger crowd, they're saying if you're fully vaccinated, they do recommend that you still wear a mask
0: but they say walk wait. around the street you just don't have to wear your mask if you've been vaccinated they're saying
3: if you're in a small gathering or eating outdoors, but if you're someplace gathered, yes. And they also advise that both vaccinated and unvaccinated people still wear masks in indoor public spaces like the mall, the movie theater or a museum.
1: So basically, Joe Biden is telling us to uh, do what we've been doing. Yeah, that's what we've, much. Been yeah. Doing. we've been wearing masks in large crowds and we around our people. We don't wear masks. Take the mask off. You've been doing that. Joe. You can't
3: wear a mask while you're eating. Exactly. At restaurant.
1: You've been doing that. Joe.
3: Then how do you eat? But how do you tell the difference between vaccinated and unvaccinated people?
1: You,
0: you can't, there's no way to tell.
3: Right. (laughs) So it
0: makes no sense.
3: All right. Now let's switch gears. And this is a really sad situation. This happened back in 2019 during a traffic stop. A black woman was grabbed by the hair and pulled out of her SUV by North Carolina police. They said she was driving 10 miles per hour over the speed limit and failed to stop for law enforcement, according to a civil lawsuit that was filed last week. There are four law enforcement officers named in the federal lawsuit. Stephanie Bottom, she was driving on May 30th, 2019, and she was going to attend her great aunt's funeral. And she's a 66-year-old librarian. She was listening to music, didn't initially see the flashing blue lights coming from the police vehicle behind her. She did not believe that she was driving fast, didn't think that the police were trying to stop her. That's happened, right? You think, okay, they must be trying to get past me or whatever. Sometimes you're not paying attention. Uh, once it became clear that they were pulling her over, she did. Uh, she was afraid and she was looking for a safe place to pull over. They had their sirens on for at least 10 minutes, according to the body camera footage. And when she didn't imidi- immediately pull over, one of the officers made, making the traffic stop um, made statements by his body camera that she was an effing retard. I and I don't know if I'm allowed to say D-bag. No. Right, but what, anyway, what does D stand for? I don't know if I can say it. Mm. It rhymes with Boosh. Or mm. rhymes with Touche. Okay. So another officer <laughs> involved in the traffic stop pulled ahead of her and then put those spike strips, and those spike strips immobilized her vehicle. All this for driving 10 miles over the speed limit. By the way, on her way to a funeral. Let's just reiterate that. Mm-hmm. They approached her vehicle with their guns drawn and pointed at her, and she was terrified. Listen to this. <laughs>
4: several miles to stop. Why didn't you stop? Because I didn't know they were going after me. Man, there was about four police cars
5: behind oh. you. What's going on? Oh. Police. I'm in pain. My the picture. My shoulder oh, is in my okay. oh. You put oh. a lot of people in danger tonight, ma'am. How? I, I was driving 70 miles an hour. 70, you 75 miles an
3: hour. You refused to stop for,
1: for law enforcement. They would never treat a white woman like that. Oh, actually, they pulled her
3: out of they pulled her out of her vehicle and slammed her on the ground by Mm -hmm. her hair, by her arm and her hair. And they actually popped her arm. They forced her to lay down on the ground and she was shrieking in pain. She tore her rotator cuff. Mm. She had severe injury Four officers.
1: (laughs) These cops with these fragile egos, they be on these power trips. How dare this black woman don't listen to me. And you know what's sad? I'm happy that she's alive because she Mm -hmm. could be dead. Like, literally, that, that's thats thats where we're at, America. We're, we're at the point where we're happy that that's all that happened to that 66-year-old woman because she literally they refused. could be dead.
3: To get her medical treatment, she told them she was in pain. She was handcuffed on the side of the road. They went through her vehicle and her purse without her consent. Um, you know, they told she told them that she couldn't stand. They told her to stand up. They picked her up by her arms. And let's remember, they did tear her rotator cuff. Mm-hmm. And they gave her additional pain in her shoulder, forced her to stand, put her in the back of the patrol car. And on the body camera footage, you can hear the police officer saying, that's good police work, baby.
1: Lord have mercy. When that we all realize crazy. none of this is case by case, it's a system. Number one, is systemic racism. Number two, they use that systemic racism to treat the lower caste, which is us, black people, any way they want to. And the crazy all the time. Is,
0: I don't know about you guys, but I get pulled over a lot. And a lot of times, the police be behind me a long time. If it's daytime and I got my music on and I'm zoned out and I'm just looking in front of me, they'll be behind me for a minute and I won't even see that they there. I can't hear the siren because I got my music up. I don't see the flashlights because I'm not doing anything wrong, so I'm not looking at my
1: rearview camera. I'm zoned out. And guess what they're going to do when they finally pull you over? They're going to approach your car with their guns out Mm -hmm. because you're a black man, and they're sitting there looking at you like, okay, he didn't stop, so maybe he must be up to something. And they might just start firing on your ass just Mm -hmm. because they feel threatened, which is a law that needs to change. Police officers should not be able to kill people just because they feel threatened because they're already threatened by our black skin.
0: Have any of those officers been charged yet?
3: Um, this is an ongoing investigation. You know, she's just. Filed been a suit. So it's, been, it's been damn near. Yeah. yeah, it's been eleven months. But just right. last, just last week is when she did the um, the suit. That's why we're talking about it now and know about it.
0: So between then, none of those officers have been charged. with Of anything course,
1: they now. didn't. That's crazy. You no, know, it's not. as America. All right. That's the
0: norm. All right. Well, that is front page news. Now, when we come back. We're going to kick it with, this is uh, her last season, right? The last season of Fix My Life. Mm -hmm. Mm Ayan Van will be joining us. So we're going to kick it with her when we come back. All right? So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: The Breakfast Club.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have a special guest on the line. That's right. Ayan
5: Van Welcome. Thank you. How are you? Grand rising. Grand rising.
1: Same to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Dang, so you ending yeah. Fix My Life, this the final season? Yes,
5: I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you tired of fixing people's lives? You seem lives? very
3: you seem you seem very happy.
5: Yeah, you know, I'm I'm very clear. It's it's run its course. It did what it needed to do. And now I get to have a summer off for the first time in twelve years.
0: Wow. Were you tired of fixing people's lives? Was that what it was? It was giving you too much stress of dealing with everybody
5: else's problems and heartache and no, I love people. And, and I think that, you know, that's my purpose. I love teaching and that's what I got to do. You know, you just got to know when it's time to go. I know that Fix My Life changed the uh, television, the genre of reality TV, you know, what we did and what we brought to the platform has never been done. And I'm sure it'll be done again, but not by me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How do you think you're going to continue but, to to serve once the show is over, meaning, oh, meaning helping teaching. people?
5: I'm teaching. I'm, I'm getting ready to do a huge workshop on uh, sexual abuse trauma, doing it online. Uh, the pandemic, you know, just taught us a, a powerful gift about online. Mm-hmm. So now I, I have to know how to do more than turn the computer on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I train coaches. I train ministers. I'll continue to write. Just not at a hectic pace. You know what it's like to have to get up every day and be somewhere. Before Absolutely. You out there. I, I
3: feel you. Yeah. Now let me ask you this. Obviously you had a very popular episode with DMX and unfortunately he did pass. So what were your thoughts when that happened?
5: When he passed or when we had the episode? Oh, when he passed. Oh, you know, he was anointed, but he had never been consecrated, mm. meaning that that anointing had never been honored and recognized. And unfortunately, you know, he was rewarded for bad behavior. But I saw the soft sides of him when he talked about his grandmother. You know, people don't know that. And he could pray the paint off the wall. Facts. Okay. He was so anointed. So, you know, he's resting and, and he left a powerful legacy. But he's also a cautionary tale about how we need to take better care of each other right. and call each other on our stuff.
1: You know, you know, I remember um, when you said that you were disobedient to what your inner guidance was telling you to do when it came to dealing with DMX. What 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 was that?
5: To consecrate him, we had an entire uh, process that we were going to take him through. But unfortunately, the the location that we chose for the for the show uh, had no heat. Dougie Fresh agreed to come in. Ice T was going to come in, so that some of his peers and and partners could really bless him and consecrate that anointing. I had a whole group of men. To come in, and because we could, the house was cold. We didn't do it. We didn't do the consecration. You got to, so, you, you got to walk us through what a consecration means? is. Yeah, I don't, really I'm,
1: really. I'm, not that evolved in my, my, my spirituality. <laughs> yeah, I know ah,
5: consecration. You mean. To stop it. You, you, know, most of us were baptized as babies. Or oh, Christians.
1: okay. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, but when you, when you're older, and, and particularly because he had a ministering spirit. I mean, he really had a ministering he spirit. He I mean, His yeah. speaking was to the soul, his writing was from the soul. So I was just gonna do, you know, in the ancient traditional African way, wash him, anoint his head with oil, pray over him and change his name. Right. Did you have a name in mind? No, I wouldn't have known the name until we had done the ceremony, then I would have
3: asked.
2: Wow. Wow,
3: well, what do you find when you're doing uh, fix my life? There's sometimes that people are very open. like I felt like in this season Lisa Ray was very open to hearing everything that you had to say and making the changes that she needs to make and receptive. But then there are people who are very um,
0: uh, resistant. resistant. yeah resistant.
3: resistant to that. What do you what do you find more pleasure in when people are open or breaking down those walls to people who are so resistant to actually uh, digging deeper? Well, you, remember,
5: you see 48 minutes of maybe three or four days. Everybody's resistant. <laughs> you know, the piece, you may not see that piece, but it's, you're bearing your soul in front of the public. That's not an easy thing to do. That's right. So I I, had learned, you know, after years and years and years of doing this work to meet people where they are and push them pull them, drag them, kick them forward. (laughs) So when I meet the resistance, I have to see what kind of resistance it is. And then I have to know whether to push, pull, drag, kick, and to get them (laughs) to move to the next play.
0: How long does it take for somebody to trust you? Because, you know, you're talking to somebody that you don't know. And it's hard to open up your feelings and, and gain that trust. So how long does it usually take for somebody to say, you know what, I'm going to open up and trust this individual?
5: Well, you know what, on the Fix My Life set, I always have what I call prayer warriors. Somebody, they're holding the space, calling in the energy. And each person is different. But, you know, I meet them, and then I have the weapons of the bosoms. Once I <laughs> lay that head that head in the bosom, they're going down, they going down. <laughs> That's my secret weapon. It's a secret the, the, weapon. Bosoms and a hug. Yeah. So it really all depends on the person. But but usually, um, you, you don't come that far without trusting.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. They
5: trust me in the beginning. I cannot tell you the thousands upon thousands of letters that we got where people said, I've never spoken to anybody about this. Mm. You know what an honor that is for me? You've never spoken to anybody and you're gonna write this to me. Mm. So we always try to respect and honor the guests. But by the time they write me, they're trusting me. What happens is they get there, see those cameras, and they go into fear. And and that's what I usually had to dismantle was the fear. Gotcha. You know,
1: you know, Queen, you you laughing, but something about the bosom does bring a person back to like that childlike nature.
5: Yeah. Yeah, because you know, your first nine months of your life you spent under the bosom.
2: Mm-hmm. And
5: maybe the first two years of your life you ate at the bosom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so the bosoms are <laughs> mothering and nurturing, you know. And and it it don't even matter what size. If you are if you are in bring the love to that place. And the other thing is the bosoms are right over the heart. Ooh. So it's a heart. To heart connection. Man. I don't care who you are. You lay your head there and you hear that heartbeat, you you, you just surrender. That's right. right. All right, we got more
0: with Ayan Love and Zant. So don't move, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Ayan Love and Zant. Charlemagne. I, I want
1: to talk to you about something I'll be talking to my therapist about because. I often wonder can a person truly be healed from every life experience? Do you ever get to a place of wholeness or do you just get close to it?
5: When you get to wholeness you're dead. <laughs> wow. You die. Everything here is a lesson. It's that's why we're here. So you never can when you do all that you've come to do, you'll exhale and you won't inhale again. Now, what changes I think is maybe what you're asking me, Charlemagne, is does it get easier? Whereas in my twenties and thirties I used to fall apart and for relationship, you know, went bad. Now I help him pack. Bye. Mm -hmm. Because I know people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime.
2: lifetime. And when
5: that reason or that season is over, it's time to go. I didn't know that when I was 20 and 30, hanging on somebody's ankle, trying to keep them from going. Mm -hmm. So what happens is you, you learn the lesson, and then the next time you face the situation, you apply what you've learned so that you can learn some more. And then they come back again, and you get better and better each time. Wow. You know,
3: it's interesting because along those lines, you also, I saw you write on Twitter, the only true way to create a more loving, productive, and fulfilling life is by forgiving the past, right? But what if whoever hurts you in the past is, you know, not wanting forgiveness, still doing things that are hurting you? How do you forgive the past?
5: The impression is that you have to forgive the other person. How about forgiving yourself for participating? Ooh. How about <laughs> Start there, <laughs> because every everybody comes into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. So something in your soul, called this experience forward. But when you're focused on what they did or what he did, she did, what's going on outside, you don't get a chance to look inside. Every bad relationship I've had, it was by voluntary participation. Every difficult situation that I'm in, I can, if I get still enough, I can go back and say, Okay, this is how I contributed to it. So forgive yourself instead of worrying about the other person.
0: Why, why do you feel people, it's not easy for people to leave those situations? Because we could talk about it after the situations. It's so easy to discuss after. Why do you think when people are in those situations, they can't say, you know what, I'm out
5: or I can't leave? Is it comfortability? What do you think the reason is? Because the number one human fear is the loss of love. That's a, I mean, that's a, bone-wrenching fear so when you we think we're in love or we think we love something or someone to let it go raises fear and fear is the ultimate tool of the ego and fear will make you believe oh you know you're gonna die your eyes gonna fall out you're gonna end up in the park with the squirrels so (laughs) we will hold on and and the human mind loves comfort and familiarity even if it stinks and it's toxic we, if, if it's familiar, you know, what's the saying? Better the devil you know than the one you don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But we'll stay there because it's comfortable right. and it's familiar, and that means we have control.
3: What you about- know, so many women think there's no such thing as a man who doesn't cheat or... And that's what you're saying, like, as far as the devil, you know, as opposed to the devil, you don't know. And they'll stay in a situation because they're like, well, all men cheat anyway. So I might as well stay with this person who is taking care of me. At least I know who they are as a person instead of trying to get into a whole new situation. And it happens to me all over again. What do you have to say about that?
5: Well, I don't believe in cheating. I don't believe in cheating. I want to know what agreements did we have? Did we have an agreement and a commitment that this was a monogamous relationship? And if we did, and you violated that agreement, and you violated that commitment, that tells me that you don't have no integrity, and Mm. that don't have nothing to do with me, and I don't choose to be in relationship with people who surrender their integrity who don't have integrity. Women take on the cheating as as, as though it has something to do with them. You got to look at this person and say, okay, this person's got integrity issues. This person has issues with honesty. Mm. Is that something I want to deal with? And if you're gonna deal with it, stay and stop complaining. I don't believe in cheating. I believe in violation of agreement and I believe in broken commitments.
1: Well, I'm glad you don't believe in cheating because black men don't cheat. So
5: no, I don't they think they violate. do. I think that they I violate commitments. Yeah, they violate commitments. They mm-hmm. have difficulty with commitments. And in this country where they're educated, programmed, and conditioned, dehumanized, devalued. Most brothers are struggling with their personal integrity, their personal value, and their personal worth. Mm. And that's why they use Mr. Man and his three, two friends to try to garner up some worth and value.
0: Wow. What are are your thoughts on, you know, I was watching the funeral of DMX and his uh, ex-wife spoke and she talked about the demons in the industry. Yeah. And, and people following those demons. What, what are your thoughts on that? Because the, the, the industry is very demonic and very negative in, in, in a lot of ways. I
5: wonder. This is a wondering. No heat, no judgment, I promise you. No right. heat, no judgment. I wonder what would have happened had the producer said to him, you come in here high, you can't hit my stage. I ain't paying you. I wonder what would have happened had we called him on his stuff. You know, so I don't know if they're demons in the industry, but there sure is a lot of incentive to lose yourself. You know, Eminem lose yourself in the music, the moment, to get the external validation. Fame is a drug. It's a drug. Sometimes I think it's worse than crack or heroin. People lust after it. They'll do anything for it. And then all of the trappings that go along with it. That's why I buy my own groceries. I go to the supermarket, I pump my own gas cuz I don't even want to entertain the the demon of celebrity cuz it's a drug and many people chase it. So, I understand what she says, but we 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 can't blame the industry. Individuals have to come to the table as healthy as possible and we have to have strong yeses and strong noes and clear boundaries.
1: I think I think what you said is very true. You know, you got to come into a situation as healthy as possible because Money, fame, it doesn't change you. It just multiplies whatever it is that you are. So if you came in as an addict, it's probably just going to multiply that that addiction. So how do you get somebody help if they didn't even come in as a, as a healthy version of themselves?
5: Well, again, it goes to, you know, I have a student one time and she she was behaving badly. And people were talking about her behind her back. And when we carefronted her about the situation, you know what she said, turned to her fellow students and she said, don't let me die. Don't Damn. let me die. Damn! When you see me putting myself in harm's way, call me out, call me out. Don't let me die. We let him die, him and so many others. We let them die because we didn't call them out on their stuff. What if you now, call them out and they still don't want to get help? Create clear boundaries. A producer should not, you can always say, you you come here high, you can't go on my stage.
2: Mm.
5: Not going to do that. I'm not going to subject my audience to you. You come here clean, straight, or, or you don't go on the stage. Cancel a contract. Put it in the contract. Mm. And mm. I'm just saying that in that particular industry, but it's in everywhere. It's in television, it's in movies, you know, and it's the drug of external validation. So when people come broken, how many a young artist do we have, or artists in general, I mean, I can go all the way back to Billie Holiday and Ray, Ray Charles, who who were broken. And in a culture where you're not supposed to talk about your private business, you don't want people to know your weaknesses, and we self-medicate. So, when, but when we recognize it, when we recognize it, managers, agents, assistants, because, I mean, look at R. Kelly. Absolutely. Another thing. You mean to tell me nobody can say, yo, brother, I'm not participating in that. hmm What you doing? Absolutely. Don't let him die. Wow.
0: All right, well, don't move. We got more with Ayan LaVinzant, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Ayan LaVinzant. Charlamagne? What is the key to finding
5: healing? Well, you. how are you defining healing? Healing yeah. for me is to restore to wholeness and availability for original purpose. But you say
1: that don't happen until you die. Wholeness.
5: Well, well, no, healing. Healing Okay, doesn't happen until you absolutely die. And wholeness, you know, when you are dead, you are whole. I guess I haven't been dead this in this lifetime, so I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in terms of the healing work and the process of healing, what is our original purpose? Our original purpose is to awaken to our God self to celebrate life and to do what brings us joy. So the closer that you get to that, and most of us struggle, struggle, struggle through life, trying to accomplish something, have something, and never get to that place where we just have joy. You know, one of the things that I wanna do when I uh, leave fix my life, I haven't had a summer off in 12, maybe 14 years. I'm telling you not a summer. I wouldn't know the beach if it bit me on my butt. I want joy. I want to I want to go to the beach. I want to eat popsicles, the one mm-hmm. with the two stick. I want to walk my dog. <laughs> see it over there. See? <laughs> so does the show not give you
3: does the show not give you joy? That like that or? Oh yes, it did, but it was work. Yeah. I love what I do. How do you know when it's time though? Like what made you say, "Okay, this is the last season." Was it a day uh-huh. that you woke up and were like, "Okay, I'm not doing this anymore." How did you know?
5: Well, you know, when you're serving God's people, you got to be in good relationship with God. So I take my direction from God. So I was praying one day and the Holy Spirit said, this is done. And I was like, what? (laughs) What exactly would you be speaking of, sir? (laughs) You know, and I knew and it was done. So I had to work with that. You know, I'm a black woman almost 70 years old with a national platform on a network owned by a black woman. How do you walk away from that? So I had to really work with it. And then I had to remember why I went there, what my intention was. And that intention was met and it was getting harder and harder and it, and it was work. I could stay another five, 10 years if I wanted to, but you know what? I'm old. I can't remember where I put my glasses. I'm I mean, <laughs>
1: You know, you know, you know, know, Queen, the reason I asked you about uh, the healing thing is because it's like, you know, I, I can go to therapy, you know, I can meditate, I do all of these things, but it'd be like one thing that you might hear, you know, from the past or one person you thought that, you know, you, 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 had, you had healed from and you hear something or see them and it triggers you and it feels like it brings you right back to that bad place again. So I'm like, damn, do you ever get to a place of just... Well, can I
5: can I offer can I ask you a question? You don't have to respond. Okay. I would I would encourage you to ask your your therapist or your your co- whatever you know the person you're working with. Are you doing healing work or are you doing growth work? Mm. There's a distinction mm-hmm. between growth work, meaning growing beyond where you were, growing into something new, getting a whole new perspective, whereas healing work is releasing, clearing, neutralizing. And healing work is not intellectual. It's energetic. That's right. So there has to be a lot of energetic work that goes on, all right? So, yes, the prayer and the meditation and, and the therapy is good. But ask your therapist, are we doing healing work? They're both great. Or are we doing growth work? Because when you do growth work, you get to that moment when that thing is neutralized. You've uprooted it from the root and the cause. That's healing work. Growth work is you learn how to manage and move through situations with a different response.
1: Yeah, I would say mm-hmm. I, I would say I've been doing a lot of growth work. I have I have a sacred purpose coach, and I have a lot of people around me that are in the mindfulness space who've been telling me for the longest I got to do more healing work to move move that trauma through my body so
5: yes yes that's it. That's why you know starting next week actually this week i'm doing a five-day process on releasing trauma um just releasing the energy of trauma so that the healing can occur because it's hard to heal when you have the energy of the trauma in your body and in your mind you've got to do the healing work to release the trauma so that you can then create balance. As long as the trauma's there, that imprint, it's really hard to do healing work because you you re-trigger it all the time.
1: Yeah. Can black people ever be trauma-free? When we live in a world, when we're watching videos of us getting assassinated every other day, can can we ever be
5: trauma-free in this country? Well, I don't know if we can be trauma-free, but we certainly can have a different response to it. And nobody's doing that work. You know, it was, it's traumatic for me. It's even more traumatic for me as a mixed person. I'm Black and Native American. And what's going on in my Native American community right now is just, I, you know, you don't even hear about it. I don't know which is worse, hearing it and seeing it or not hearing it and seeing it. Right. So, but we can respond differently to it. I have a very different response to George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and Sandra Bland. Then I had to Amadou Diallo and Eleanor Bumpers that people don't even speak about. Okay, so I have a very different response now, and mm. how I take it in, and what I do with it.
1: This is my last question, Queen, and it go it ties into the forgiveness question I asked. How do you view grace? Because I feel like we don't give enough, give each other enough grace.
5: Well, let me put it this way: mercy is when you get what you don't deserve. Oof. That's mercy and grace is when you don't get what you do deserve because sometimes we deserve a little pow pow on the butt, you know, Mm -hmm. and grace is not this time Mm -hmm. and sometimes, and and, and so I think, you know, the mere fact that we can inhale and exhale, that's grace because the distinction between the living and the dead is that inhale, that's the distinction because no matter how you get there, shot, stab, poison, suicide, whatever, the moment of transition or death is the same for everybody. I don't care who you are. You exhale and you don't inhale. So wow. the fact that we are inhaling and exhaling, that's grace. Some of the things that I've done in my life that I didn't get power-powered for, that's grace, you know? And some of the things that I refused to do that I, and I still got rewarded for, that's mercy. So I don't think we give enough grace to each other. A lot of times we can't give the grace because we don't have the forgiveness.
1: Wow. wow. No, you're right. You're right. Well, Alanya, well, thank we, you for joining us. We really appreciate
0: man. it.
3: I love being with y'all. Always and a pleasure. You, you, and you still have to come, even though we know Fix My Life, you know, this is the final season, but you are still doing work. So you're always welcome
5: oh, to come thank on the you. show. And and Charlamagne, ask your, ask your therapist about that. Are you doing I growth work or healing work? I will. healing work I will. is a whole nother animal. <laughs> it
1: is. That's what I got to get to, the healing work. I, I love you, queen, and I value you, I and I appreciate you, you and Grand I can't rising. wait to see you.
5: Good, grandma. Let me, um, did you write your book, Envy? Yep. You and your wife? Yep, yep. We're still
0: writing now. We're almost, we're like 98% done. It's a great one. We're happy. You know, we wanted it yeah. to come out this year. We've been married 20 years. This is our 20th anniversary wow. Yeah. So we wanted it to come out. Yeah for our 20th anniversary, but we can't travel. And this is one of the ones where we want to talk to people and talk to couples. So the 21st, okay. we'll do, we're gonna release it on the 21st anniversary.
5: And please do that, Envy, because when I saw your story, I was like, wow, a lot of brothers need to hear what he's saying. You know, mm-hmm. you were so authentic. And you too, Charlemagne. you talked about your stuff that so beautiful because you know a lot of men can't hear me but when they understand that they that another brother can be a soft place for them to fall. Right. And when they see themselves in you, that's very helpful. So good. I, I appreciate you. Thank you both of you so much. Well thank, thank you, so you Queen. Charlemagne my brother, you always
0: got a soft place to land with me, brother.
5: Okay, thank you. <laughs> no, <laughs> like now. All right.
1: Love Queen. All right. The Why you call Ayanna Lee your brother, bro? Never I, said, yeah. I said, Charlamagne, my brother. For, I said, no,
0: Charlamagne my brother. Don't be disrespectful. Don't disrespect Queen
1: Bon's like I that. I said, Charlamagne, you my brother. I call Charlamagne, <laughs> my brother. I said, you. No, you, you called have... her. You called Ayanna your brother. No, I said, Charlamagne, my brother. You always have a soft place to land with me. Drop on a close bomb for Queen mm. not, by the way. Love her. That's and true. she's right. I've been focused on my my, my growth work, not my healing work.
0: Now, I don't think it's your growth work, but let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Rick Ross.
2: This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Has it. On Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah,
3: nah, nah. Well, Rick Ross was on the People Every Day podcast and he was talking about seeing the lighthearted side of DMX and spending time with him in Swizz for the music video just in case. Listen to this.
2: I had the opportunity of working with DMX last year. We actually recorded the lead single for Godfather of Harlem. We filmed the video. I got to be on the set. I got to see the funny side of him. You know, we got to laugh at a few jokes. I saw him, you know, you know, really focused and turned up and hearing about his addiction many years ago, being in the industry is something that's been, you know, in my heart the most. Me having family members that suffer with addiction, I understood the struggle. It's something that was really painful. Of course, I didn't expect this, you know, and it, it, it just hurt. Mm-hmm. Sad,
3: Yeah, so make sure y'all listen to that whole um, episode. But yes, I know a lot of people uh, have family members who are struggling. And we just talked with Ayanna Van Zandt about her experience working mm-hmm. with DMX. So, again, always got to offer our condolences to DMX's family and Absolutely. friends and loved ones. And Black Rob, his funeral will be be live streamed on Revolt TV. So that's going to be happening, um, you know, after uh, suffering from this devastating loss as well. Friday, April 30th, according to Mark Curry, he said, join us as we gather to share our favorite stories and memories, to laugh and to cry in memory of our beloved Robert Black Rob Ross. We will always love you.
0: Yeah, that's going to be at the Apollo, but it's going to be only for family and friends. So it's not open to the public.
3: All right. In addition, Shock G from Digital Underground, he will be laid to rest not far from where he died. They said his funeral plans have been set and his group Digital Underground will be well represented at the service. They said it's going to be in Tampa and uh, Digital Underground will be front and center, including founding member Money B and DJ Fuse. It's
1: hard. Too much death, too much trauma. Salute to all of those families, sending healing energy to the families, the DMX, Black Rob and Shock G.
3: All right, so as far as the details surrounding Shaq G's unfortunate passing, they said he was last seen the day before he died when a hotel manager noticed him outside the building. The manager was concerned because Shaq G missed his scheduled checkout time, went to his room, and found him unresponsive laying in bed. So uh, he called mm-hmm. 911, and right now the cause and manner of death are still unclear.
1: Yeah, I need to know, because the way my anxiety is set up, I'll be sitting here thinking, that he just died at 57 years old. I need to know a reason the reason makes me feel better. That's just the way my anxiety is set up.
3: Well, love and blessings to everybody. Cause I just want to put that out there. I know it's not easy to have to deal with all of this. So 100%. again, for shock G, for black Rob, for DMX, mm-hmm. we are sending you so much love. All right. Now, Jay Z his next investment. It looks like he's investing in fitness. So there was a post lit method is the name of the company. And it says, introducing our new partners. Jay-Z, Jay Brown, Larry Marcus and five-time MLB all-star Adrian Gonzalez. Lit is proud to announce a landmark investment from Jay-Z's notable venture capitalist firm Marcy Venture Partners and Adrian Gonzalez, five-time MLB all-star. Okay. Have y'all ever tried Lit Method or heard of it?
1: Nah, that's that's on the West Coast, right? Isn't it like a fitness program on the West Coast? Or was it created by somebody on the West Coast?
3: Yeah, so they just got some funding to support their growing demand, but they're expanding their product line and also making low impact training accessible to people across the country and ultimately the world. So you can go to litmethod.com yeah, if you want to learn about the mission, the machines.
0: machines and all types of things like that. So it's, uh, I guess it's almost like in competition, the same on the opposite side is like a Peloton, I would I would assume, right? Yeah, I think, more, I think it's more. I think it's more like and a, um, cardio and Pilates, physical
3: therapy. Yeah, it's like a, it's like Pilates, row rowing, uh-huh. barre, strength training, all of that. So it's high intensity, but it's low impact training. Mm-hmm. I guess does lit stand for low impact training? I guess so. All right, well, that is your rumor report.
0: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne, who are you giving that donkey to?
1: You know, uh, I need Richard Barnett and his attorney, Joseph McBride, to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. Uh, if you don't remember who Richard Barnett is, since we just talked about Jay-Z, Jay-Z had a nice little nice little line about him on the Nipsey Hussle song, but we'll talk about it for after the hour because we should never stop reminding people that Vanilla Isis and Al Cracker attempted a coup On the Capitol building on January 6th. We'll discuss.
0: All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will
2: never be the same.
3: Hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple and smart. That place is ZipRecruiter, where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
1: This is America.
3: There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes,
1: you are a donkey. The latest on that police killing of a black man. Now
3: to new developments in the
5: deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh,
1: and yesterday was a really bad day for him and this is what he did.
5: And so we are
3: in a state of emergency.
1: Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. My wife is white. My man. The breakfast club, bitches.
2: All right, Charlene. please tell me, why
4: was I your donkey of the day?
1: I don't owe you no damn explanation, okay? Donkey of the day for Wednesday, April 28th, goes to Richard Barnett and his attorney, Joseph McBride. Look, I'm not going to be up here long says every pastor before he preaches for three hours. But do you remember who Richard Barnett is? Well, you should. And you should never forget because he's one of the members of Vanilla ISIS, one of the members of the domestic terrorist organization, Al Cracker, who bum-rushed the Capitol building on January 6th. Let me tell you something. There's not a day that should go by that we, uh, our, our mainstream media, does not talk about the attempted coup that happened in this country on January 6th, okay? There needs to be a mass marketing campaign to promote what happened on January 6th. I need whoever does the marketing plan for Marvel, you know, for Marvel TV shows and films to get on this. We need billboards, TV commercials, social media ads constantly promoting the fact that a mayonnaise mob literally held an insurrection at the Capitol building on January 6th. I mean, textbook insurrection, a violent uprising against an authority or government. That's in the dictionary, okay? That happened in America and folks treated it like it was just a bunch of drunk, wild, white people doing too much at spring break in Florida. But when you live in a country where a white man can kill eight people, mostly Asian and almost all women, and the captain of the sheriff's office, Jay Baker, chalks it up to him just having a bad day. That tells you all you need to know. But I, for one, will remind you of the attempted coup that happened in this country on January 6th for the rest of my life. And today's donkey gives me an opportunity to do just that now. I call uh, Richard Barnett Osama bin racist. To me... He's like one of the leaders of Al Cracker. I mean, he was in the Capitol building with a stun gun and he went into Nancy Pelosi's office and put his feet up on the desk. Remember Jay-Z rapped about it? You let them crack storm your Capitol put their feet up on your desk and yet you talking tough to me. I lost all my little respect. All our little respect, okay? He left a menacing note to Nancy Pelosi. Now, this guy, prior to the Capitol riots, was waking up and choosing violence. Okay, in fact, 10 days prior, he posted photographs of himself and other members of the mayonnaise mob protesting election results outside the state capitol in Little Rock, holding a rifle. And in a separate post on the same day, he wrote that he came into this world kicking and screaming, covered in someone else's blood And he's not afraid to go out the same way. That post came with a selfie of Richard Barnett, a.k.a. Osama bin Racist, with a rifle scrapped to his chest while he's wearing a polo shirt with the Blue Lives Matter flag uh, on his sleeve. Why am I telling you all that? Because when you factor that in and look at what he did at the Capitol building on January 6th, it's safe to say this guy may be prone to violence, right? Well, after serving four months... Four months in government custody for being one of the leaders of an attempted coup. Richard Barnett is being released. A federal judge ruled that Richard does not present the kind of danger to society that would warrant pretrial detention. America with three K's, where a white man can violently be a part of a plot to overthrow the government, pose with guns and threaten government officials on Facebook, put his feet on the speaker at the house's desk, bleed on her desk, left blood there after writing her as what media outlets described as a menacing note will be labeled as not dangerous and posing no threat to society, even though he's in jail for posing a threat to our society. But Trayvon Martin, unarmed, wearing a hoodie with some Arizona iced tea and some Skittles, is dead. And his killer is free. This is America. Make sure you spell it with three Ks, please. Now, let's get to the reason we are all here. Why is Richard Barnett and his attorney getting donkey today? Well, i tell you why. After serving four months for what should have been treason, Okay, which used to be punishable by death, but now has been replaced with a maximum punishment of life in prison. Richard Barnett will be released on home detention, location monitoring. They've taken his passport, taken his firearms and other weapons. He can't travel outside of a 50 mile radius and he can't associate with any other members of vanilla ISIS that he stormed the Capitol building with on January 6th. How did this happen? Because he's a white man. But the defense, his lawyers argued for his release is absolutely hilarious. I mean, something straight out of the boondocks. If this wasn't real life, I would think Aaron Magruder wrote this himself. Very important to note that Osama bin racist, Richard Barnett, his nickname is Bigo. I'm telling you that because I'm about to read to you what the letter said that he wrote to Nancy Pelosi. Okay, this is what the letter said, and you need to know that's his nickname so it makes sense. In the written note to Nancy Pelosi, Richard Barnett says, hey, Nancy Beagle. Hey, Nancy, no comma. Hey, Nancy, Beagle was here. B-I-A-T-D. I I think he meant to spell bitch, but he spelled it B-I-A-T-D. His lawyers argue that it does not say you are bitch. I'm reading this verbatim from court filings. Instead of writing the accusatory you bitch, as the government falsely states, it only says B-I-A-T-D and without the word you. On information and belief, the D was meant to be two letters, C and H, with the C connected to an H to spell the word biatch, Biatch. Biatch. which is a slang and less offensive word than bitch. This is what his lawyer said. So basically, he's saying he didn't call Nancy Pelosi a bitch. He called her a biatch. biatch. His lawyers even included a link to an online definition of biatch as slang used as a term of endearment or disparagement for another person. I'm not going to lie. This might make me stop using the N-word. I mean, sometimes I have no other word to describe you N-words, but man, hearing this lawyer use the same dumbass logic we use for the N-word, for the B-word, in order to get Richard Barnett off, really makes me think... Just really makes me think, maybe I should put the N-word to rest. Kyrie Irving, I I think I'm with you. You might be onto something. It's it's a term of endearment. I'm saying it with the G-A, not the hard E-R. That logic sounds stupid, but it's not about us. When you hear somebody else trying to use it, okay? By the way, this defense only works because Richard Barnett is a white man. This defense wouldn't work for too short. Even in a courtroom with a judge who at some point in life has been asked, what's my favorite word? Come on. White people stormed the Capitol on January 6th and nothing happened. Democrats should never stop talking about that. They should never stop reminding people of the fact that a group of white treasonous domestic terrorists tried to overthrow the government because they were mad at the election. This should always be a talking point. This should always be a headline. We should never stop discussing this. But Richard Barnett should still be in jail. You know why? So what? He spelled bitch wrong. Okay? All right? But don't try to use our culture when it suits you. All right, that's what really happened. He spelled the B word wrong, and now he's trying to use our culture when it suits him. See, they don't love us, but they love our culture. All of a sudden, Richard Barnett has cultural competency. Rock it, please. Okay, he spelled bitch like that simply because he can't spell. All right, your ancestors didn't keep my ancestors from being able to read and write, you know, while my ancestors were enslaved. For you to be illiterate, Richard. Okay, see, we all have those words we can't spell, but we can pronounce. See, Richard said he wrote Biatch as a term of endearment in the note. But Richard Barnett, Osama bin Racist, how do you explain what you said outside of the Capitol building while you was holding mail you stole out of Nancy Pelosi's office? Listen, this is Richard Barnett. Now, mind you, the same person that said he wrote biatch as a term of endearment, and it's less offensive than the actual B word. Let's listen to Richard Barnett.
5: I'm in her office, I got blood in her office. I put a quarter on her desk, even though she ain't worth it. And I left her a note on her desk. It says, Nancy Bigo is
1: here, you bitch. That was bitch with a hard C-H. <laughs> okay? Explain. You can't. And you don't have to because we know what's going on. White privilege rules everything around me. Too much goddamn me. Please let Kathy Griffin give Richard Barnett the biggest hee-haw.
5: Please give this giant jar of mail
1: the biggest hee-haw. And the def... The defense really don't make no sense because if you said if you you, you link to the Urban Dictionary right that says "biatch" as slang uses a term of endearment or disparagement for another person. So shouldn't the disparagement for another person make the lawyer's defense null and void? Huh? Happy Born Day to Too Short, too, by the way. Drop on the Clues Bombs for Too Short. Yeah, happy birthday to too, too Short. Today is Too Short's Born Day, mm-hmm. okay? And never, don't ever, ever, ever think that defense would work for Too Short, okay? And we know he's the architect of saying the word biatch in that way. All right. Yes.
0: All right. Thank you for that donkey of the day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, up next, ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: The Breakfast Club. Relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice? Call up now for Ask Yee. bread. Really.
0: morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Envy, what's up, brother? Hey, what's up, brother? Hey, this is Roger, man. You know,
4: the guy that got the bounce houses, the catering and stuff. Hey, what's up, brother? You know, I, wanted to, I wanted to ask an as something right quick.
3: Okay, what's up, Roger?
4: Okay. I was getting ready to open up a restaurant because I'm big up here in Baltimore. I'm from Hollandale, Florida. I'm from Mm -hmm. Hollandale, Florida, but I moved to Baltimore. But I wanted to open up a restaurant, but I heard Charlamagne talking about uh, it's not good to open a restaurant during the pandemic. Mm. But I was telling my wife that I wanted to open it as a takeout spot.
3: I was just at a restaurant. Um, Over the weekend that opened during the pandemic in July Kokomo and they're doing amazing. Every case is different I want to say that right Right, right, some restaurants are gonna work some aren't the restaurant business is a hard business period Whether it's a pandemic or not and so I think right now a lot of people have had to pivot and a lot of things You have to take into consideration when it comes to opening a restaurant first of all What is your overhead right? right? Did you get a great deal because right now is a good time to get a good deal on a lease
4: yeah, but I don't want to be in a. I don't want to be in a red, You know what I'm saying? Because I got too much things going on. And I got my family just moving.
3: Yeah, but don't opening don't any business bed. is an investment. So you have to know that for a little while it might be a struggle financially, and be prepared nah, for that. It ain't,
4: nothing, it ain't nothing financial, but I'm like this. I'm like I don't want to open it too fast because I, I think that I was just trying to open businesses fast.
3: Nah, you got to have a plan still, right? Because without. Yeah you know you have to so I just want to say put together a business plan pull some comps on the area see what's needed see how other businesses are doing in that area I do agree takeout is huge right now right and yeah. and things yeah. are opening back up and it's also a good time to get a lease. If you have all your ducks in a row, if you can get a, a space that used to be a restaurant that shut down so you don't have to do much build out, that helps a lot too. Maybe you can find okay. somebody who's trying to get out of their lease because you know they wanna move or their restaurant didn't work out or whatever. That's the yeah, best right, way right. you'll be able to do it. If you can take over someone else's lease. Obviously liquor is big if you own a restaurant too. If you can get a liquor license, that's $100, helpful. $100, yeah, but, you know, some people are trying to get out of theirs.
4: Uh, I probably can use somebody else, but I have uh, people up here that own liquor stores that I'm real close with. And
3: you, I just don't gotta know. Make, you just got to do your research. That's all I'm saying. Do your research. Right, thank you, thank every you. place has different rules on liquor licenses, so make sure you do your research. See if, um, you know, that's it. And take that risk if you feel like you're prepared. All right, thank you. You're hey, welcome.
4: Hey, but
0: everything, Tell me a place in Queens. Do they really have a McDonald's restaurant like when you to America? <laughs> no, it's a McDonald's record. It's, it's a McDonald's spot. It's a, it's on Queens Boulevard. You could pass that's it. it as it's McDonald's. It's it's really McDonald's. Oh man! But you really could really pass it. Mind. You could go through Queens and pass it. It's on Queens Boulevard. It's McDonald's. It ain't McDonald's though.
3: Y'all gonna have a Got good time. It. All right.
4: Thank you, man. All right, brother. Y'all have a good one, Charlamagne. What's up, brother? You, 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 you,
3: you. He's not listening. Hey,
4: Evie. Hey, Evie. Yo. My wife told me to tell you to stop saying brother is brother.
0: <laughs> you heard me,
4: Evie? Oh, just what? say
3: bro.
0: Tell her she's my sister and you my brother. You heard me? You heard me? Have a good <laughs> one. <laughs> it's
3: brother.
0: <laughs> it's brother. It's brother.
4: Yeah, both I got, got checked today.
0: All right. All right, brother. Brother
3: and homicide are the two keywords for today.
0: <laughs> brother and homo <laughs> Ask Yee, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. 1051 If you need relationship advice, hit Ye. now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: Get some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Why you sound so
3: depressed?
4: Because
3: I am. Okay, what's Talked the matter? Had a neighbor call
4: me and my mom and... She said, because we have our own small business. My mom clean, and I do some other stuff. So she was like, um, I can get you a loan. Um, all we got to do is just get, run your credit, and then a year later you start paying on it. So we get it. Mm-hmm. We started getting um, bills in the mail. we like, okay. So then now my mom got an email, and they're asking her for her tax return, but she don't file tax because she's retired and it doesn't work. I don't know what to do.
3: Okay, have you consulted with an accountant? No. I think what you have to do is get a professional to come in and help because right now you have to handle it. And let me tell you something, everything is fixable. And I know it might feel really difficult and hard right now for you, but you have to take back control of your finances and this situation. And you'll be able to do that. You just have to figure out what the proper steps are. So what happened to you? I mean, we don't
4: have the money to pay it back. Cause
0: we spent the money doing other stuff, and I have not been able to sleep. I have not
3: been able to eat. Right. I just don't know what. Do. So, how did they get the money? So the neighbor actually um, had her fill out like some. I I guess she had you apply for a loan, right? Yeah. And how much? Um, one of the loans was seventy thousand. The other one was
4: seventy five.
0: So one hundred fifty thousand. Uh huh. Yeah. And what did what did you do with the money? We like, we
4: paid some stuff off. We fixed our house up. you
3: helped my sister who wasn't working. Right. And listen, I get it, right? Right now you feel like you should have known better.
4: Right. I don't, I've never been in any kind of trouble. And I feel like if we can't produce this information, we're going to be in trouble.
0: Was it a PPP loan? No, it wasn't. Or just a regular loan? An SBA loan or just a regular loan that okay. you got?
4: Okay, yeah, so I SBA
0: don't. loan. Okay, all right. So you got to pay it back. So uh, how much do they charge? They usually give you a year until you got to start paying it back. But
4: they, um, they gave us a the year, then they they're
3: starting
4: to ask them for information like tax returns. And we don't have that. Right. Because Let, we wasn't filing on our
3: taxes. That's why I'm telling you right now. You have to talk to you have to talk to an accountant to figure out how you can resolve this. I don't even know an
4: accountant. I like, I don't know what
3: to do. Do you, do you own a home, Mama? They pay. I
4: own my mobile home and my mama owns her home.
5: Outright? I want
4: to go away. I wish
5: I never did
0: it. Yeah. I mean it, I mean it's one of those things yeah she's right you you'd you have to talk to an accountant because if, if you got to pay the money back they allow you to pay monthly though right right you can month. work out
3: listen you can work out mind. a plan you can yeah, always you work out a plan you can, you
0: can work you can pay it monthly I think it's like uh, but the
3: worst you, but the, the worst thing you can do is, is to ignore, ignore those notices and not take any action at all and I, I promise don't
0: to
4: tell the people like this don't, we, we don't have it
3: yeah, but. I pro- I promise you that once you start making those steps to figure out how you can get yourself out of this situation because being in taking no action at all is the worst thing you can do. Right? Well, we just started asking for
4: before and then we don't know what to do. Like right? my mom, she don't file taxes.
3: Right. You that's why I'm telling you right now you got to talk to an accountant and sometimes you might have to pay back part of the loan, you might have to account for some of it, they might You know, listen, they might garnish your check. I don't know what's going to exactly happen. That's why you have to talk to an accountant to figure out what's the best way. It might be that you have to figure out a repayment plan. It might be a lot of interest that you'll have to pay back. I can't even give you those answers right now. But I do know that you have to get yourself somebody great to represent you so that they can tell you, okay, this is what we're going to do. But I promise you, when you get somebody, you're not the only person that something like this has happened to. And... So I don't want you to feel like you're the only person that's done something like this. Clearly, you know, a lot of people have been getting involved in situations where they're in over their head. They did something. It was a mistake. They didn't fully understand what would be uh, the punishment for something like this. So I just feel like you got to get in control of this, get ahead of it and figure out how to work it out. And that might mean financially you're going to be struggling for a little while. But that's OK, because that peace of mind of knowing that you're not going to jail, that you're handling it will make you feel a lot better. Hold on the line. Let me get your information. We're going to try to find an accountant and I'll get some more information. I'm going to ask my accountant what are some of the things that you can do. Okay. All right. Hold on. All
0: right. Ask ye 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of
3: advice. Hit ye. Now you got rumors on the way? Yes. Let's find out what happens when Yandy asked Mendisi if he would have held her down if the roles were reversed. It didn't go how we thought it would.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club.
1: I decided I want an accent in my... Uh, what's the thing called? What's the thing Beyonce got in her name? The accent? You know the thing. What's the little dash called, Yee? The what? Matilda. In Beyonce's Aster- name. Asterisk? Asterisk. asterisk. That's oh, what I for want. What? You wanted for Charlamagne No, that's asterisk. not an asterisk. It's an asterisk. Oh, I didn't I know it was an Apostrophe? An apostrophe? Yeah, I thought it was called an accent. It's not called apostrophe. It's an accent. Oh, an
3: accent. Okay, I said an there accent. There you go. I said that. I don't know what From he was now talking on, about.
1: My name is Leonard L E accent a r d. Leonard. I thought
3: it always had a. Uh, no, he put it on there. His name is Leonard. Leonard is thought I thought it was, was L E apostrophe N A R D. No, is it
1: Leonard. is now. It wasn't before, but it is now.
3: Okay, well, my name is R A A.
1: No, 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 accent no, no. They don't have the same Sean. thing. Rashawn. To it. No. Yes. Rasthank. It's not the same. Nope, yes, Leonard, Le,
0: No, his name is Leonard. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Mendes. <laughs> 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 so
3: no!
2: yeah!
1: Mendes, I don't know what Angelina he said. I thought he said let's talk oh, Mandy's. Right, right. I was like, this guy's nuts. Mendes. Mendici.
3: all right well i don't know if you guys have been watching couples retreat season one there's a lot of people on there like delicious is on there with raymond santana her her man her husband uh, michael blackson's on there michael, funny on there. La-
0: michael blackson <laughs> is hilarious on i don't know why be. i was watching it he's a comedian he is funny him and his girl and their relationship and, and he should be it's
1: it's <laughs> he's michael Blackson. he better be funny His girl
0: okay i'll let you explain god
3: Rashida and Kirk are on there. Now, people are all talking about what happened with Yandy and Mendyce when things got real, talking about his time in prison and if he would have reciprocated. If the roles were reversed, would you hold me down?
4: If the shoes was on the other foot, you know, I don't know what I will be able to do.
3: <laughs> and that's so hurtful because people have said to me, you're doing all this. Will he do that for you? And I've always combated with, yeah, he would, we love each other. But to hear him sit here in my face and be like, I don't know.
1: Listen, I'm telling you the truth.
3: Like, that's so unfair.
1: Why wouldn't you at least just lie about it? That's what, exactly. They on <laughs> TV the <to laughs> camera, man. Exactly. Yo, in the world of Papoose, <laughs> drop one of Clues Bombs for Papoose. In the world of Papoose, man, DCs, you can't lie. I mean, in that moment, you just say yes. It was nasty. Hell yes. It was nasty. It was Come on, cameras are rolling. It was
0: a little nasty. Come Where on. is Ayala? Where is Ayala before the
3: season ends?
1: Papoose, you let Papoose down. It was a little nasty. Papoose would never. Papoose set the example for all of us. Papoose walked so the rest of us could run papu showed us the answer to that question okay man dc's come on it is a hypothetical just, yeah. you can't lie in a hypothetical uh, yeah,
3: yeah. like yandy's God. not even going to jail unless exactly it's a that's my that's
1: point
0: yeah, he man
3: dc's come
1: on
0: he should he 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 yeah, have no he ex- that way he fabricated
1: that come down. on king Damn. come on the answer was right there <laughs> like literally the answer is on the paper <laughs> Come on,
3: man. you know I'd have held you down, girl. That's it, King. Come on. Why would you even ask me? Yeah, yeah, don't
1: disrespect me. (laughs) Of course I'd have held you down. (laughs) That pussy ain't got nothing on me. You damn right I'd have held you down, queen. (laughs) He was like, I don't know. I got to think about that.
3: (gasps) (sighs) That was disappointing.
1: (laughs) You let Pap down. (laughs) all right oh, all
3: right now let's talk about candy Burr. she was on the speak on it show and she was discussing things that she requested from Bravo during this time I reached out
5: to the uh, person that I had a relationship with at the top of the network to basically say look I know you've been showing things on social media I think it needs to be a special on television so that people can see the struggle of what's happening right now um, I also would like for you to um, agree to hire more um, african-americans you know, in top executive
3: positions. And also I asked them to give more scholarships and internships to kids, students from HBCU schools. All right. So those are some, those are things that should be going on permanently by the way, not just because, you know, of the timing of it.
1: Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Definitely. but I respect it. Mm-hmm. Who should we talk to?
3: Bravo? Um, who she talking to Bravo. Yeah, that's what she requested from them. All right. Now, this was interesting. Uh, This was a TikTok user actually sent a message to Adam Sandler. He walked out of an IHOP without being seated. She posted, please come back. And she said people didn't realize that it was Adam Sandler. They told him it was a 30-minute wait, and then he left because he didn't want to wait at 30 uh, 30 minutes at IHOP. So a publicist for Adam Sandler did say it was him, but they didn't provide any further information. And some people were saying, well, at least he didn't try to use his fame to get something and another person said I used to serve him regularly never served a nicer person and he didn't pull out the celebrity card either they said he did the right they, they also said that the worker did the right thing by treating him just like a regular person
0: yeah that's so, no problem you gotta wait 30 minutes like everybody else that's what happens
3: yeah but then as she was upset cause you know of course you would like Adam Sandler to come and sit down and eat an IHOP that's just a nice you know look for IHOP and then he, he bounced but at least he wasn't like do you know who I am you know some people do that or, excuse me, I'm Adam Sandler, you know, just let mm, you know. But he just quietly left and went and ate somewhere else.
1: Yeah, I don't think I would wait daughter. 30 minutes for IHOP. Me neither.
0: In a pandemic? Yeah. Mm-mm. As a kid, I loved IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> I loved IHOP mean, I- I- as a
1: kid. That was the So Sunday. you said
3: in a pandemic, like another time you would have? No, I'm just saying, like, damn,
4: IHOP still got to wait like
1: that. Yes. Yeah, I mean, pandemic, yeah, even, IHop still gotta wait. even back in the day when the club would let out, I don't think I would wait 30 minutes to go to IHOP. I'd go to Waffle House or
3: something. Sheesh, y'all.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, we used to go on Sundays as a kid. That was like the treat. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness.
3: All right, well, that is your rumor report.
0: I used to get the
1: fruity tooth them- number. Course did. You say you were fruity, what
3: we know, we know. Why did you stop, Envy? Nope, I'm not mess why'd you stop him. yourself?
1: <laughs> I on. want to hear what you was about <laughs> you to say. Stop I used yourself. to get the fruity, tuity, get? fresh,
3: and fruity mm,
1: uh-huh. all that up in that? your booty.
0: There's no all up in your booty. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was the fruity, booty, fresh, and fruity all up in your booty mm. on a sampler.
0: Oh my gosh, and every once in a while, the pigs never mind. Oh, what was the water? What the pigs in the blanket? Oh, okay,
1: okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what's that code? What's that code word for?
1: You exactly. What? Yeah. I, I, what is that code word for? Look hey? up
3: pigs in a blanket in <laughs> <and> the <hermitage laughs> Dictionary. <and the laughs> oh my
0: goodness, <laughs> man. I
3: hate
0: y'all. Revolt will see you tomorrow. Everybody that's else.
1: How many man, pigs? That's, that's when a fat man gets how... behind you and them cheeks is the buns. Oh my goodness.
3: No. How many pigs can you fit in your blanket?
1: Whoa. It's one pig per blanket, but you have four <laughs> of them.
0: But anyway, <laughs> the mix is up next. Foreskin <laughs> is what he said.
4: What? He said four. Foreskin.
3: Oh my god, you guys, you gotta look up Pigs in a Blanket no. in the Urban Dictionary. Hold on, I was let me kidding. look it up. Hold on, you know hold on, hold on. Kidding. Kidding. No, don't you go to break yet, Dramos. Let me look it app. up. Oh Pigs,
1: what does it they say? Gotta you gotta what go. Does it say say the, the, say the Breakfast ye. Club come on. No, what does it say? Let's ye? go! go. Yee, what does it say? We'll,
0: we'll talk about it
3: after
1: it. Let's go, Dramos.
0: The Breakfast
2: Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
3: Our Audible pick of the day is Brooklyn North, a true crime documentary about four wrongfully convicted men in the New York City of the 80s and 90s. Your first 30 days of Audible Plus are free. Sign up at audible.com slash breakfast club.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne Tha We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Shout to our... Uh, Ayanla Vanzant for joining us this morning.
1: Yeah, Ayanla got yes, me thinking. Indeed. She got me thinking a lot. I mean, that's a very important question. You know, Healing or growing work, which one are you doing? Man.
0: Mm. My doctor just hit mm-hmm. me and said, uh, you, you're doing a lot of traveling coming up. Please stay on vitamin C. So I'll definitely stay on vitamin C. And she said, Charlemagne,
1: you can do vitamin D. <laughs> you're the one on this radio saying you love pigs in a blanket.
0: It's just, it's a, you never had pigs in a blanket
1: from IHOP? I don't know about pigs in a blanket from IHOP because I don't eat pork, but I know pigs in a blanket on Urban Dictionary say it's an uncircumcised penis. Okay?
0: <laughs> Y'all always go to the So if you're
1: putting you put syrup on something that's already sticky, that's just disgusting. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> What's wrong with
0: you,
1: man? Yeah. Y'all never been to IHOP before? And it's fruity tootie,
0: fresh and fruity. It's rooty Toody, fresh and fruity. That's all what.
1: up in your booty. You see, it's not all up in I your booty. I just know you baby. said a couple words that rhyme with booty. -hmm. He dies, man, (laughs) and then start talking about uncircumcised penises. That's right, pigs in the blanket. I'll grow up tomorrow, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness.
0: All right. Well, we come back positive note is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning everybody It's DJ M V Angela Yee Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. I hate y'all.
3: And I I wanna shout out to Detroit because we do have yet another um wholesale day happening this Sunday in Detroit down? from my store. Private label to make sure y'all come through on 8 Mile and DeQuinder. Uh, Again, we we had our first wholesale day that went incredibly well. So it's going to be this Sunday. If you are in Detroit, make sure y'all come through. Wholesale day is going to be lit and I'll be there too.
0: Yeah, I'm so upset, man, because for Detroit last year, we were doing a a car show and we were also doing a real estate seminar. But because of, you know, COVID and the pandemic capacity is so small, I can't do either the car show or the seminar in Detroit this year, which is pissing me off because I love Detroit. But Hopefully when we get back
1: up we could get back down there. What you say? What's the, what's Detroit the, what's, the, what's, the, what's Detroit's nickname? The what D. You, the D. Yes. Mm. So you love the D. Shut up, man.
0: Why is everything about
1: D with you? What with is you? wrong with you? Why do you? What's wrong with you? You don't love Detroit? Do you what love Detroit? No. Yes, I do. Do you love Detroit? I love Detroit. Do you love you the D? Love the D? <laughs> I hate you, man. Do you
0: love it? Yes, I love the D.
1: Shout hey, out to everybody hey, in Detroit. Hey, let's go, baby. <laughs>
0: and you, y'all got to stop that. So y'all just take that clip and y'all just have me say, I love the D, and then y'all just go everywhere. Stop with that. Let me finish my sentence. All right.
2: Many
1: a man many a man has said that in jail. I love the D. Let me finish my sentence. <laughs> okay. I hate y'all, man. Give me a, give us a positive note. The positive note is simply this, man. Healing comes from taking responsibility to realize that it is you and no one else that creates your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions.
2: Breakfast Club, bitches. Do y'all finish or y'all?